Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 199 for mm. November the 18th, 1995, and this is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today I am sitting here with Doc Hopper is supposed to be joining us, although he's not on yet, and we don't know where he's at, so we had to get started, because he's only running 20 minutes late at this point. With that said... Let me welcome in Doc as we jump into the second to last episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Recaps. Doc, how you doing this morning? Oh, I'm I'm here, man. I think uh, I think that uh, if you, we were writers, we would call this the penul- penultimate episode, which for all the Smoky Mountain people means next to last. We can see the end. In fact, just to break kayfabe a little bit. We're going to do the last one right after we do this one. So this is, we're sitting down here and uh, putting a bow on this thing. Yeah, we're we're going to put the bow we'll on talk it today. More about that. We'll talk more about that next week, obviously, as we uh, formally complete it. But, um, you know, the last couple of weeks have not been the best uh, Smoky Mountain wrestling that we've ever seen. Um, do you think that picks up at all this week? Um, not mm. particularly. Oh, really? I I actually thought that this week was better than the last two. And it's not, you know, Starcade 86, but I, I did think that this week was better. What's that <clears throat> old psychology or sociology thing, self-fulfilling prophecy? Oh, oh you grew up in the hood, so you were going to be a, a criminal? No, what I mean is, like, and I'm probably not using this term correctly, and that's a fucking shame with all the hours I had to take in getting my degree on <laughs> as I got a minor in sociology, doc. Anyway, uh, like, I feel like because I know it's ending mm. at 200. That, that makes that makes sense. I mean, there's things next week that we're going to talk about that I was like, I might be way more into this if I thought it actually had a chance. Right. That's, and I think uh, the more I thought about like 197 or 198 or even 196, when I think about all these episodes in these last, you know, two months or so, I think the problem is, you know, the end is, is about to happen. And this great, if you want to equate it to a, a television show that you've invested t- so much time in, just ends and it's just, blah at the end that's what i think is happening i don't think like everything's horrible it's just because like the thugs are going to tease their mystery partner at thanksgiving thunder like so there's things there that you're like oh whoa hold on this is some good stuff what's what's going to happen who's it going to be but but because you know it ends and you never really get past 200 and things have declined so much after the super bowl wrestling you just kind of just like uh it's 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 that's my explanation that's where it gets difficult for me all right. So with that said, uh, Hopper is supposed to message us when he's on. Uh, the problem is, uh, if you heard his uh, Patreon episode a few weeks ago, 
I bet he was out butt plugging again with his girl um, with the lawnmower starter cranking. You know, off. I was hoping that we could keep these last two episodes a little class, a little classier. Okay. Um, I mean, the the promotion is not as professional as it used to be, so maybe we ought to fill in the gaps. But yeah, I'd imagine that he's out there going to Brown Town. I would imagine so too. So anyway, so I know it's just so How, terrible, isn't it? You know. What is it about Harper? Like, his girls always have something. Like, I don't say always. I mean, I, I've I've known a few, not yeah, known but, them personally, but I mean, but they've always got some. They've always got some weird little thing about them. Like, they like to be choked or <laughs> oh, no, pounded in the butt or no. <laughs> come on. Squirting on people. You or... just said let's keep it clean. So let's keep oh, it clean. I didn't say clean. I said classier, and I felt like classier. that was classier. All right. Well, let's keep it real classy. First off, I want to give a shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassy, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, for your patronage each and every month. Thank you for your generous support of the show. And as we jump into episode 199 from November 18th, 1995, this is taping number two from Cumberland, Kentucky at Cumberland High School, drawing, if you believe the Internet, about 200 people. And this is the last TV taping that this company did before folding, as we've talked about before. Uh, we jump into this hold, episode. Hold on. About yeah. that? It's dark in there, pal. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out. If you go back and look at some of the early episodes of Smokey, the quality of this video is nowhere near because this is taped off of off of off the off air antenna and on a VCR tape. The quality of these tapes is not as good as what we saw in the first probably I don't know, 60 or so, because I was looking back at some of the episodes from like the first 50 episodes, whoever taped those and originally uploaded those, those are those are some high quality like VHS tapes. They really are by comparison to these. So I think that's part of it. But yes, it is very dark in there. I mean, unless you see that top angle, Ooh, where they oh, show stop, the stop, tiles. Stop, 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 push play. Uh, hold go on, back to hold the... on, hold on. I will want to see oh, the no. ceiling. Yeah, the tiles. Yeah. I, I had a note about that. Even the ceiling was depressing looking. <laughs> it's dim. <laughs> it's All just right. dim. That's right. It's just there's no future here. The, the people would look at that. Ugh. Imagine playing basketball, <laughs> looking up at that, and you're like, "That ceiling's gonna fall on my head." Metaphorically, I'm never getting I, out of this. The the gyms we used to play in didn't have ceilings like that. They had the no. the big spotlights and the almost like a warehouse type ceiling to them. Right. Right. And so it's just a metaphor that, you know, nobody's getting out of here alive. The promotion, these <laughs> That's people. Nice. All right. <laughs> That's nice, Doc. Well, we jump into this episode. Les and Chip kick things off. There's no real intro. We go straight to the first match. The first match is the Headbangers versus the Thugs. The Thugs going into Thanksgiving Thunder uh, win with Tracy catching one of the Headbangers with a small package. You know, I didn't really have much from this. It was, um, you know, the thugs were going to get their win because you're not going to have them take eat a pinfall right before Thanksgiving Thunder. Well, you know, they're they're in this big feud. So that's what I had from it. What did you have from it, Doc? I didn't think this match was bad at all. Um, and no, so it's not again, bad. So, again, this gets back to the if this was going somewhere, we had a lot legs to this thing. And I definitely, watching this match... 
could really see how the headbangers caught on with WWE. I can too. And they did a great job here selling and bumping for Tracy. We just saw a couple of drop kicks and, and there was a hip toss from Tracy to one of them there. That was beautiful. I mean, I know people go a hip toss, but I mean, there, I, and I don't remember which one this is, a Mosh or Thrasher who took it, but beautiful hip toss. And if you just watch the headbangers, man, they're really good in the ring. They just, they are. I, I never really got the grunge gimmick thing. It wasn't my thing, but they, 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 they were really, really good talents. And and they do it. Let me look at him. He's bumping perfect. Like yeah, you can't yeah. bump any better than these guys are bumping for Tracy and White Boy. It's true. You cannot. It, it's real true. Um, the skirt thing was interesting because that was kind of a that was more of a ninety one ninety two grunge thing. But we'll let that slide because wrestling's always behind the times. Can you give Absolutely. me six minutes and twelve seconds? Six minutes and twelve seconds. It wouldn't Let's be Smoky to... Mountain Wrestling if somebody didn't compress their spine. Oh yeah! Oh, oh. <laughs> God, that hurt when he missed that big leg drop off the top. As someone who's done that before, oh my! Oh, oh stack of dimes, just. Let me let me tell you, when you do that move from the second rope, your spine screams, much less the top. Anyway, good stuff. Uh, any other thoughts on the headbangers and the thugs? No, I mean this was a this was a decent opener, and like I said, I I kind of thought that this week was a, a a better set than last week. So there you go. Yep, and it goes back to what I was saying. The headbangers here they do their job as far as putting over the thugs right before the thugs head into Thanksgiving Thunder. So there's that, and they looked good. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't a total squash. They they got in there, had a nice little competitive match, and there was that. So all right. Let's go now to Tracy and White Boy. They're going to cut a promo leading into Thanksgiving Thunder. Here it is. With me, the thugs. And, of course, you guys coming up this next weekend, Thanksgiving Thunder to a six-man. Who's the mystery partner? Well, you'll find out when Jim Cornette finds out. Next weekend, Thanksgiving Thunder, six-man tag team action. The heavenly bodies with the Rock and Roll Express, Robert Gibson. Well, everybody's wondering. Who's going to be your man? Who's going to be the third one? Well, Jim Cornette, when he walks that out, and he crawls right up in the ring, and he looks right in your eyes, and he goes, Hey, Jimmy, remember me? Remember when you backstabbed me? You shouldn't have done it. So that you're going to find out at Thanksgiving Thunder exactly who our man is, not one minute before. Ain't that right, Wild Eye? That's exactly right, Les Thatcher. I'm telling the hundreds of people in Cumberland, Kentucky, and the millions of people watching this television show right now, one thing, Robert Gibson, Gibson, King of Rock, wherever you are, well, that happened with Ricky Martin and myself. Hey, man, that wasn't our fault. That was his fault. What you did was your fault, man. That was straight up. You turned your coat on the thugs. You turned your back on the thugs. I'm sorry. I'm pissed off. You're a no-good, backstabbing Robert Gibson. If you're man enough today, right here on this program, I'm old enough, you're out of eye, to look me in the eye. And you look me straight up in the eye and tell me what you did wrong. I'm pissed off. I love it. And damn tired of everybody coming through and thinking they can make a name over the thugs and the wild-eyed southern boy, Tracy Smothers. No, and there you have it from a very upset Tracy Smothers. This coming weekend, Thanksgiving Thunder, you won't want to miss it. So, I know what some folks have said over the years. They're like, well, I've had this come through in feedback. They're like, man, well, when such and such messes up, 
It's like, y'all don't really say nothing, but when Tim Horner does, y'all say a lot. Man, he's got a reason to mess up and stumble right there. He's angry. We've talked about that before. He's pissed off. He's been screwed. He even curses, and they have to bleep it out. Therefore, the stumble is nothing. I'd much rather see somebody that I was that I think was hot about getting screwed than suffering succotash or some scripted promo that's perfect. Right, when, when you're I'm, reciting a line. When I'm super when I'm super hot, it ain't it doesn't always come out perfect like it does on this show. <clears throat> so I get it. Um man, I really I really enjoyed that and I thought, first of all, with the overall track record of this promotion to deliver surprise guests, I was like, at minute, like, oh, I wonder who they're bringing in. And then I was like, it's nobody. Yeah, right. Why do you say it's nobody? Well, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like, it's not going to go where you want it to go, right? We're going to keep saying that. So... Oh, well, well, yeah, that's the thing. You're excited that the fact that there's going to be a mystery and the people that watch it live saw who it was. But for for everybody else, like us at home, you never if you never went, you would have never found out unless you read the results. Sapping it up at home. Yeah. You know. I, I, I really liked Tracy there. I thought what I really liked about it more than anything he said is he was hot. And he reached over and slapped Dirty White Boy on, you know, on I think it was on the chest. It was like, man, he's fired up. And that came through. He slapped um, him twice. Yeah. And I really liked that. Um, and then, unfortunately, I just thought, man, these guys are on the fast track to be a T.L. Hopper and Freddie Joe Floyd. Dude. <laughs> it's so sad what happens. <laughs> Oh, man. They took these two wonderful talents and Smokey. And I get it. I'm not saying Smothers or White Boy would have ever been NWA World Heavyweight Champion material. I know that. But, by God, they were not Freddie Joe Floyd and T.L. Hopper level buffoonery. Come on. These were two serious talents made into jokes. That's what makes me mad. Anyway. All right. Any other thoughts, Doc, on the thugs right there? No, I mean, that was good. Yeah, it was. So then we get a series of replays, um, a bunch of the segments and the confrontation with Cornette and the little fella, Butch Cassidy, which have led to Butch and Cornette wrestling at Thanksgiving Thunder, or that's the plan. So I know Doc doesn't do recaps. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go to a new Butch Cassidy promo, which follows all of the recaps. Hey, and, before you do that, look yeah. at that. <laughs> Les ain't much taller than Butch, you know. Oh, come on. leave. <laughs> I'm just saying, look at that. I mean, he's not. I had this discussion with you and Hopper the first time he came in. I mean, he's a he's a little fella, but he's not like. Who's not Les? like. No, the little fella, Butch Cassidy. Oh. Like, he's not a a really, really, really small little fella. I mean, basically, the difference in size between Butch, Cassidy, and Les is the difference in size between Robert Fuller and 
Bob Cottle when Robert Fuller told Bob Cottle, little fella, stay out of my face and hold a microphone up high. I mean, seriously, but Robert Fuller's a tall man. Yeah. So anyway, let's go to Butch Cassidy with Les Thatcher interviewing him here now. Butch Cassidy and Butch coming up this weekend, Thanksgiving Thunder. You go a lot horns with the general, Jim Ford, and how you feel about it, Butch? Well, I, I really don't know. I, this present is for Mr. Cornette. You present? Yes, it is a present for Mr. Cornette because, you see, Mr. Cornette is a much bigger man than me. And he got much more bigger muscles than me, a lot stronger than me. But you got so, such a big heart. Oh, but Mr. Cornette's got a much bigger heart than me, you see. Are you trying to smooth this thing over? Well, yeah, I'm trying to smooth it over, and I'm trying to give uh, Mr. Cornette an early Christmas present. You see, because like I said before, he's a much bigger man than me, and he got the militia behind him, and uh, I want to kind of smooth things out, you know, because I don't want no trouble with Mr. Cornette, you see. So you want to give a present to Jim Cornette? Exactly. I have a present for you, Mr. Cornette. Well, if we can get him out here, I'm sure uh, he would be actually... Anybody well, I hope he likes it. I, I went through a lot to get this present, and I sure hope Mr. Cornette likes it. But you still plan on wrestling this man on this upcoming... Well, maybe Mr. Cornette likes his present, maybe. We can smooth this old deal on out, and I can go on my life, and he can go on his. But you want... You're sure you want to give this man a present now? I mean, I'm very I, I sure. And I'm very sorry to Buddy Landell, but I'm trying to smooth hold this on, away. Hold this hold is a present. Hold on here, hold on oh, here. This man's got a present for you. You know, it's about a two-mile hike out here. Give me that, you little shrimp. You know, maybe... Wait a maybe he's giving you a present. Yeah, he's giving me a... Yeah, it's awful light. It better be jewelry. Maybe you've smartened up a little bit. Maybe you've realized that at Thanksgiving Thunder, if you didn't make friends with me, I'd bring your bone in your stinking little midget body. Because that's just the kind of guy four feet tall. Well, let me tell you something, punk. If I don't like this present, then I'm still going to beat you up on general principle because I don't like that stinking face of yours and I still think I can whip you. Maybe the guy finally smartened up and at least I know there ain't nothing alive going to be coming out of this stinking box for heaven's sake. You're going to like it, Mr. Listen, it's a... What? Doc, your thoughts on Butch Cassidy? Stop the murder on TV. I hate this. <laughs> I popped. I thought it was hilarious. It's just not good. Well, I mean, well, to each his own. Right. It is kind of. It is kind of comedy, isn't it? It's not even that. You just think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I look at it like I can see if anybody said stupid. I can see if someone said it's dumb comedy. But I look at it like Cornette is 
putting over this little fella, you know, showing how much of a weasel he is himself. He's like, I'm basically, he, he's such a weasel, he can't even beat up a little fella, given a fair fight. So anyway, I thought it was fine. I, I, I don't hate it. I laughed. I mean, it made me laugh. It made me chuckle. <laughs> Especially... The only thing that got me was, I was like, why didn't he just put the bag over his head? He's holding it over his mouth. It might have been a little easier if he put it over his head, but whatever. Anyway, um, we'll keep going. We then get a replay of Jim Cornette, Sergeant Rock, and the Wolfman slugging it out after Cornette and Sergeant Rock's first promo. Remember, Sergeant Rock and Cornette whooped Wolfman's ass. We go straight to the next match after that, which is Ron Davis versus Terry Gordy with Sergeant Rock. Now... Let me go through what I got, and Doc, I'll throw it to you. Gordy does end up winning this with a power bomb. Sergeant Rock then comes into the ring and wears out Davis with a leather strap. The Wolfman comes in to attack Sergeant Rock, and Gordy then wears out the Wolfman with a leather strap. Uh, Armstrong, Brad that is, runs in and goes after Gordy. Armstrong puts some fire on Gordy with some lashes, and then Gordy ends up retreating. So, uh, Doc, a lot went on post-match. What did you have from this? You're looking at him right there. Gordy's hair mm-hmm. looks longer than... It looks like he got long, didn't it? Uh, It's because it's like... I don't want to say fluffed out, but he kind of like has it all tattered out to the sides. I mean, he has had it in a ponytail a bunch of times, and he has kind of had it like in a, uh, you know, straight. I think that's what it is. Yeah. He hit a bulldog at one point. I was like, man, he actually looks a little bit more frisky here than he's been looking. Um, Then I was thinking, man, remember when Gordy had the best right hand in the business? He'd rear uh, back and just drop a bomb. Right hand, world class. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it the best, but he was just a badass that would bludgeon you. Yeah. You know what, Gordy uh, doesn't get enough credit for in world class. If you go back and rewatch him weekly, bumping around. God damn, his ass would bump and flop around like no tomorrow, and he took a lot more pinfalls than you would ever imagine. Then you would like at the conventional wisdom. People go, oh, Buddy Roberts would. Yeah, Buddy would take the pinfalls. Don't get me wrong. And Buddy would really flop around. Oh, yeah. But Gordy, Gordy took more pins and flopped around more for the Von Erics than people remember. And, and I say that because nowadays, if you would see something like that, I, I guarantee you this. The nerds in the internet wrestling community would be like, oh, my God, he's just, he's burying himself. He's not going to be over. He'll never be over. But I'm just telling you, he bumped and flopped around more than people realize. Right, he, didn't, he didn't bury himself any more than all those guys who participated in that shameful money in the bank a few weeks ago. I have no comment on that. Um, uh, what, so what else? What else you got from that, this one? That power bomb still don't look right to me. Well, Bobby explained it. I know. But I do agree. It's very... Uh, it, it's got to be hard to take if you don't if you don't sit up. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway. Uh, and anything... Then, and then, well, and then, you know, the shenanigans happen after the match. And I was just wondering how much uh, you, yourself, would pay to have Jackie come in and whip you with a belt. Hmm. <laughs> 1995, Jackie? Sure. Oof. 
Man, if She's I was a millionaire, a, I'd throw some throw throw a lot of dollars on that. Well, you know, I mean, man, I used to love me some Jackie. Oh, she's she's she is built. She was a brick shit house. I, I didn't want to use those terms. Brick house. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you know, this outfit she's got on here just doesn't show it. But man, Jackie was. Dude, look at that whipping. She's, 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 she's whipping his ass. She, dude, she, I was just thinking, Mike would pay for that. Dude, she, she... Hold on. Look at Jackie. First off, look at the power bomb that you talked about again. Oh, man. That did look rough. Ugh. And then watch Jackie come in. Jackie Sergeant Rock, for anybody who doesn't realize it. Um, and just... One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, <laughs> fifteen, sixteen. She, she's look, Jackie's lay, boy. She is going off, and then Gordy decides he's gonna get some of the Wolfman, and Wolfie's just taking it, and then Brad comes in. Text messages. When she got the Rona, but you got a boner and it's two skeletons. That's nice, Doc. <laughs> I get. I bet you Harper didn't wake up, man. I, I guarantee you he was he was he, banging last night. He banged his way into missing the finale of Smoky Mountains today. <laughs> Maybe you, if there, watch you, if there, watch you text us an hour. <laughs> if there was ever anything more hard body, Harper. He never uh -oh. he never strays far from the character. So let me ask you a question. I know this isn't like um look at Brad looking like a uh, uh, no limit soldier Brad with that hat on when he had it on, on. When he had no when he had when he put it hat look at Brad when he puts the hat on. He does look like no limit Brad right there. <laughs> he looks like no limit Brad right there. Okay. Uh so any other thoughts on Ron Davis and Terry Gordy, Sergeant yeah. Rock and the shenanigans? And, and look, to be fair, I, I'm not gonna crap on this. They're building up the heat for for Brad and Gordy at Thanksgiving Thunder. So I mean, it, it's not like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not it's not like it's a it's not like it's a terrible thing. And by the way, I do have the Thanksgiving Thunder results that I'll read at the end of next week's episode. Okay. So we'll we'll, we'll at least cover that, even though it never gets covered on the show. All right. So after after all of that, with the shenanigans at the end with Brad and Gordy and Wolfman getting whipped and Jackie just taking out her frustrations on ron davis 18 whippings to the back and she was laying it in we then go to um we then go to kessler's corner with buddy landell and first they show various segments of joe LaDuke and bob armstrong uh, you know swinging his tennessee toothpick throughout the years in smoky mountain as long as the promotion has been in existence doc did you have any thoughts on some of the stuff that i know they've showed the, the joe LaDuke stuff before but like we see like some of these things for or clips and i'm trying to get to it what there it is bob when he's swinging the tennessee toothpick you have any thoughts about that man that's a like a lifetime ago at this stage right yeah um my two thoughts were um boy couldn't today's product use somebody like joe LaDuke? yes today's product needs People who are yeah, me, outlaws and let me rebels. Fuck that axe shit, though. C uh, cutting his arm open? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I need a tetanus shot just watching that shit. I mean, you 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 say couldn't today's product use a Joe LaDuke? Yes. That's what all these old timers say all the time. God, the fucking training video in the woods. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to segue. Do you remember that shit? Pokey horse. God dang, I just keep seeing that axe and it's just painful. Look at Gibson with his gorilla suit on and Morton painted up. They're in the woods. <laughs> but no, like today's product needs that. It, it needs the, the, the characters of the past. And I'm not talking about the cartoon characters. I'm talking about the Jola Dukes who were just vicious and and the guys like that or Bruiser Brody, like the, the I, I'm going to use the term rebel, you know, people who just, you know, they weren't going to be held up by a promoter or a promotion. They were going to do shit their way. The way they the way they were gonna do it. Can you so, imagine yes. what would have happened if a what, writer walked up to Bruiser Brody and said, "Here's what we've got for you tonight." Um, he'd have been in jail, <laughs> or it would have been like Austin. That finish <laughs> when Austin Frank, walked Frank. out, they'd be like, "They'd be like, Frank, Frank, where are you going? Home." <laughs> He would have did like he did Luger in Florida when he just he just no sold it and it left the ring. Right. And like, wait, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, that's what it would have been like, man. No other way to say it. Okay. Any other thoughts on all the replays we saw though? Not really. I mean, we've seen a lot of this, so Yeah, I totally agree. So then we go from that to the Joe LaDuke video package and Bob Armstrong video package to Kessler's Corner, where we've got Buddy Landell out here uh, with Chip Kessler. Here it is. We just seen the damage that Bullet Bob can do with that baseball bat. And then, Buddy, we took a look at your new partner, Big Joe LaDuke. Well, you know, Thanksgiving is a time to give thanks. And I want to thank the Bullet Bob Armstrong, and I want to personally thank the original Canadian Lumberjack, Joe LaDuke, for being my partner and for Bob Armstrong being the Lumberjack. But let me tell you something. Bob Armstrong remembers O2 well because it cost him money from being out of professional wrestling for the injury sustained by the hands of Jimmy Cornette, the Punisher, and Tommy Rich. Now that's what you've got to deal with. Thanksgiving Thunder, Jimmy Cornette, this weekend. If anybody runs out, they get their head knocked into the bleachers. Anybody tries to run in, they get their head knocked into the bleachers. Big Joe LaDuke, you've seen it yourself. He almost ruined Jerry Lawler's career. He cuts himself with a broad axe. He has taken an oath for Buddy Landell in this match. He's got another scar on his body that everybody will be able to see. But let me tell you something. He's not a turncoat. So this weekend, Punisher, Wildfire, Tommy Rich, when you run from Joe LaDuke, and you will, Bob Armstrong's going to take care of you with that baseball bat. I'm going to get my hands on you, Tommy Rich and Punisher, and I'm going to choke the stinking life out of you. I got a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving, and this weekend I'm going to show everybody why. Nature Boy, Buddy Landell, we'll be back, fans, right after this. What's up, right. Hey. Jesus Christ. We all been. <laughs> no, motherfucker. Uh-uh. Doc, mm -mm. I, mm -mm. I want you to tell the people how late he is. <laughs> We're at 42 minutes. <laughs> I was waiting in line for Thanksgiving Thunder. No. Oh. I freed them all. 
So let's take a segue. Uh, real quick, Doc, uh, Buddy Landell fired up, you know, pumps up Joe LaDuke being his partner and how he's going to get back at Tommy Rich Punisher Thanksgiving Thunder. You got You got anything from that before we ask Harper about his night last night? Well, we need to look at 21-21 and then just kind of hang on it for a second. 21-21? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, what do you have That was from, a Rush um, album. No, that was 21-12, dude. Okay. Um, I was testing you. Okay. So, do you want to talk about 20? Did you? Let me ask this first before we go to this screen I'm grab not, you have me on. Did you have anything from Budro's promo? No, no. He's fine. He's fine there. Okay. He was He was doing this. I, I'm not going to crack on these people um, on this one. I just want to know. I, I just want to say, if you, I gotta be careful here. Uh, yeah, th- that's underage girls, man. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm glad that that's what's on your mind. Okay, that's nice. Now I want to talk about diversity, but not in the ethnicity <sighs> because we know better that that's not possible here. Oh, but just boy. look that you've got basically six faces looking at you. Two females and three generations that are represented. Go to a wrestling show today. That's not like WWE. And what do you, do, can you see that kind of generational and gender diversity? Hopper? No. They got the Hopper. old guy with his yeah. wife, like the World War II veteran looking guy. To get the high See, school age girls and that kid, and that's probably that kid's dad. Dude, when I went to when when I went to ROH in 2019 in Dallas, um, I have never seen a larger group of 30 year olds. Yeah, no, huh? Than Dude. I saw that day in or or even in their 20s. And there was, I took a picture of them. I don't know if I still have it. There was one old couple, and they were like in their seventies. Damn, what watching? They they, they, they weren't lost. <laughs> I don't know, but like they look like. Let me put it like this: I wouldn't. I bet you they were two old world class sportatorium fans. Oh yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> they didn't just fall into it that night. They they they've been with this for a while, and they look like they were in their seventies, and they they didn't have a lot of energy, but they sat there. They didn't look down at their phones. They just were watching the wrestling that night. But they were like the only old people in the building. Yep. Now Harper, uh, how many times did you hit that the backside last night? Nothing. Oh, he's foolish. I don't believe that. I, nah. I just... Well, I, he I went just to bed at 4 a.m. Overslept. <laughs> what time did you go to I'll, bed? I don't know. Maybe uh, 2, 3. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Living the dream. The dream, brother. I watched brother. Amazon and uh, I watched this show, uh, Fleabag, on Amazon Prime. Y'all ever seen that? No, I go to bed. No, oh, well, I haven't seen. Is it show. good? Yeah. Fleabag. Yeah. Okay. Is it like an episodic series or just comedy? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a comedy. That, there's only two seasons, but yeah, it's 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 
it's uh, funny, bro. Well, by the time this comes out, I'm hoping that I'm done with season three of Ozark. Oh, That's and a- I, I saw, uh, I watched uh, Jojo Rabbit. What? Jojo oh, Rabbit. Oh, yeah, that thing, yeah. yeah that okay. shit was hilarious, bro. Harper, uh, Mike's like, I, what are y'all white people talking about? I don't know what the hell y'all <laughs> are talking about. Bruh, oh, well, let's it get was back. Fucking hilarious. Well, if he's not going to, um, if he's not going to regale us with, well, other Cheerio expansion theories, then I say we uh, keep going, Mike. Yeah, agreed. So we'll keep going. We then go from. Uh, well, what did you did you have anything from Buddy or no? You didn't have anything. I told him. I told you no at the beginning. I mean, he's good. You got anything from Robert Gibson? <laughs> well, yeah, I do. Okay. He explained why he made his heel turn, but I didn't understand any of it because he's a mush mouth. Hold on, here it is. Joining me here in the ring is Robert Gibson. There was supposed to be a match scheduled in this segment. Robert asked me to join him here in the ring. You have something to say to the fans, right? That's right, Les. You know, I never realized how good and talented that the King of Rock, Robert Gibson, really is. You see, it was me for 13 years that was the backbone of the Rock and Roll Express. And now you got them two crybabies. I'm talking about Tracy Smothers and the Dirty White Boy. What they are is real jealous. These are guys that used to be your friends, Robert. Used to be my friend. These guys here, Les, will stab you in the back, do anything to you. Because what they are is a bunch of crybabies. I like to say, Tracy Smothers, if you can hear me, bring your cell phone out here. I'm out here, Robert Gibson. Get that thing yeah. up here. Hey, let me tell you something. You and Ricky Martin, the one that's got no backbone, you're the backstabbing express. You always have been, and you always will. Maybe y'all are just a little bit jealous that the thugs were taking some of your fans, man. Right? Yeah, that's exactly right, man. And maybe the fact that we got the title shot and y'all didn't because you showed up late. It's nobody's fault. You Hold on, I'm not through, man. I'm not through, man. You, you turn your back on the millions of people. But let me tell you something. Thanksgiving Thunder, your ass is grass. And the thugs of the mower, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, we... What I like to do, Tracy, do it. is this right here. Come on, you... Get the myth that Tracy catches him with an elbow. All right, we got a brawl. Let me, let me tell you something. Tracy was phenomenal there. Yeah. Your ass is grass and the thugs are the mower. Yeah. He told him to get the mic up. He said, get the mic up high, little fellow, when he came in, too. <laughs> uh, so Gibson calls Smothers and White Boy Crybabies and Backstabbers and any challenges Smothers to a match. Tracy calls <laughs> Tracy calls Gibson and Morton the, the Backstabbing Express. I kind of like mm. that, too. I thought it was good, man. I didn't think Robert Gibson was bad there. You need to leave him alone about his mush mouth. I mean, stop making fun of him, Doc. You make fun of his eyes. You make fun of his mush mouth. Come on, man. Have some respect. Next week, I'm going to make fun of the ponytail. I'm just saving it. Oh, okay. Halber, any thoughts on the promo right there? I mean, Tracy's still still trying to, you know, get shit going, man. Yeah. I mean, don't tell him this shit's fucking drying up. Mm-mm. He's still got a job to do. Well, and it's key to point out that the talent at this point did not know they were closing in another week. Yeah, that's true, huh? 
So, I mean, I know they heard rumblings. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. I, I know yeah. that there was some awareness of, well, man, things aren't going good. But Cornette didn't make the decision until the, I believe it was the second to last night of thanks, of the tour, Thanksgiving Thunder tour. Uh, according to the article he wrote on like Fighting Spirit magazine or whatever, wherever it's at, I forget. Okay. Um, we Doc, any other thoughts on Gibson? No, that was a good segment. Yeah, it was. Uh, Thanksgiving Thunder Tour plug, we get that. Uh, and then we go to a Tommy Rich promo. I, I'm not playing this. I, I don't have anything from it. Like it's fast. No, no, you need to play it. You need to play it. Yeah. Why? I had a note. Because I, I had a note. Go back. You're freaking kidding me. Are you serious? Yeah. Thunder next week. Joel Duke, the craziest man in the world. <laughs> Buddy Landale, let me tell you something. You went out. Somebody said you didn't have a friend. Well, I don't know if he's going to be your friend or not because that Joel Duke's kind of crazy. But you know, when you get a street boy and you back him up in that corner, you know what he does? It's kind of like when I was a little kid and we used to chase them rats. You'd get him in a corner and he'd come out and fight. Well, that's exactly what you've done with the general, the Punisher, and the wildfire. We're coming out fighting. We ain't coming out playing. Buddy Landell, this lot will be your demeans. That's right. Next weekend when Thanksgiving okay, okay, Thunder okay, comes okay, around, okay, bullet okay. Bob. Okay. What did he say? Mikey comes from the streets just like you do. Y'all have comes a lot from a crack alley. Y'all have a lot. So do, from. so do you. Jesus Christ! How does anybody fun. take this idiot serious? So I, th he's I a think piece of shit human. I mean, what? That's nice. No, no, no. I think what we need to do is when we finally get Wildcat up and running again, is get Harper his date with Missy, and we need to host a reconciliation where you and Tommy Rich bury the hatchet and shake hands. Only thing yeah. I bury is my fist down his throat. Mm. I might need a step ladder to get up there, but I could do it. That's nice. All right. All right, Butch Cassidy, what do you got for us next? <laughs> I'm playing everybody. Calm down. When I say he's a trash human, I don't mean it like that. But but a cokehead yeah, is do. a cokehead, right, Jose Corona? All right. Um, well, from that beautiful promo, we go to a Tommy Rich and the Punisher match versus poor Bobby Blaze and poor Flash Flanagan. I feel so bad for Bobby Blaze here. He's in the ring. He has to carry Tommy Rich. They go for a few minutes when Flash Flanagan takes a nasty bump over the top rope and onto the wooden floor of this gym that we're in. Or maybe it's not wooden. Maybe it's concrete or tile. I have no, no clue. Didn't really look. But anyway, this leaves Bobby one-on-two against Rich and Punisher. But look who shows up midway through. Buddy Landell is standing on the ring apron and Mark Curtis allows it. Buddy takes a ton of heat. Now, Bobby takes a ton of heat in this match. Eventually, the hot tag is made to Budro. But once again, Buddy, as he has a figure four on Tommy Rich, Cornette runs in and attacks Buddy with the racket. Mark Curtis then calls for a DQ. Butch Cassidy comes in and jumps corny. Sergeant Rock uh, comes in. The Wolfman is all in the ring. It's a chaotic situation as we go to commercial. However, I recapped it all there, but I'm sure Doc or Harper may have a timestamp or two as Tommy Rich's gut is overflowing over his tights. He looks That's so nice. pitiful. Hey and man, pathetic. it gets hard. It gets hard when you just continue the beer intake, but your age goes up. You know, when you smoke crack or do a lot of cocaine, 
I've seen a lot of like crackheads and cocaine addicts that are real skinny. That didn't happen to Tommy Rich though. He just kept yeah, eating burgers thing, and chili Brad. dogs and drinking beer like the sap that he is putting okay, on so, weight. So here's the thing. And I don't know this what personally. What a shithead. Uh, can you stop? <laughs> can you control yourself? Living dream, brother. I've heard this. I have not experienced it personally because, as we all know, Lynn Bias scared me from ever doing cocaine. But I've heard that when you do the cocaine, when you sniff the powders, you can drink all night. Harper, you know that, right? Yeah. It's so like, he's it's like counter. He's counter yeah, he's counterbalancing the stimulant with like probably thirty-eight beers. Well, yeah, I mean, I've 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 heard that to be true. Where when you when you do coke, you you know that that's an upper. You need the the beer to bring you down. So I guess that is true. But you can drink all night and get not get drunk because you're already high. And then Bobby Blaze told us a story about how Tommy Rich got mad because he had had two of Tommy's beers. So I'm I'm oh, sure no. that's true. Yeah. He's just an idiot. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Well, let's focus on the positive here. This is Bobby's last appearance in Smoky Mountain. So, good friend and uh, valued contributor to the show, Bobby Blaze, is here. Uh, Flash is trying to up his profile. Um, Punisher walks the ropes like the damn Undertaker in this match. He does. He's talented, man. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not. Uh, well, we really, really ready to go that far? Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to say he's like a. I don't mean he's not like a main eventer or somebody you should put the strap on, but I mean he 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 can do do things like walk the ropes and, um, yeah, he's 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 you know I know he's not a former NWA World Champion like Cracky McSnorter over there, but you know at this stage of his career he's better than Tommy Rich. What if what if we were getting <laughs> y'all together and Tommy said, Mike, I, I hear you hate me. I'm sorry, but I I need some help. I'm ready to go to rehab. What would you say? Would you give him a second chance? Go to church and tell your pastor. That's wow. nice. Wow. The Lord says we are to forgive, Mike. Good. I don't want to talk to him. I mean, I don't have nothing to say. Just... But maybe you're the person that could help him find his way. Whatever. Come on, Mike. <laughs> I just you like having an fun. your whole life. Yeah, your whole life. He's gonna go the whole way. I'm, I'm a nice guy, man. It sounds like it. He's gonna, he's gonna be sprinting at the finish line, just being do, an ass. Do you know what type of person you have to be to me for me to to go off on you? Like I go off on Tommy Rich. You go off on everybody at work. Yeah. Okay. Now you just create. You go lies. off on everybody in the sports world. Do I? Yeah. Who have I gone off on the sports world? Well, the that well, I don't want to I don't want to detour there, but let's just say you do. Okay. All right. Look at that spill by Flanagan. He went that over was, backwards. He's flip flopping and flying. Dude, he fl he flew, man. Flash Flanagan is a legend in Smoky Mountain because Tommy Rich was his job boy. Oh. Oh wow. It's true. Tell me the. All lie. right. Well, that's all I got for this. Okay. Oh, Hopper, you got anything from this match? No, uh, he 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 took a good bump. He certainly took a good bump, and then yeah. the whole thing would when Buddy comes out and ends up being his partner because Flash is dead on the floor, like uh, 
I mean, he's he's out cold. He's not getting up. So yeah, this he took was a good bump. Not, not terrible. I'm telling you, this week was better. I I didn't say it was terrible, but like to to kind of remind Harper. Harper wasn't here when I said it. I said the problem, and Harper, tell me if you agree. The problem with this episode is you. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know the end is coming, so it's really hard to get invested in anything that's happening. Yeah. Do you feel that way when you watch this one and the next one we're going to do? Yeah, it's human nature, pal. Tell me that it's human nature. Why? Why? (laughs) Why? Why? Is it okay? Is it okay to like Chris Benoit matches? Yeah. Is it okay yeah. to like? Is it okay to like Michael Jackson songs? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So it's like, okay to you're, like you're, their matches and like their songs, but at the end of the day, you can. I don't understand this. I. I, I this is what so I you like. Get. So, so the point is, you like the art, but you hate the artist. Dude, that's okay. That's but, fair. That's fair. I, I mean, like, I'm not. I don't get how, in life, we're supposed to erase history because of it being painful like you you have to acknowledge certain things you can't just be like never happened that's that's not how the world really works yeah, you just no. don't erase, you can't just erase things you have to acknowledge that the even painful things that they happen and in the the, the with benoit he's a freaking trash human that murdered his poor kid and wife he's a he's a he's a trash human being i don't want to get into all these people who think it's a conspiracy he is trash Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day he had some phenomenal matches i can Mm -hmm. acknowledge that and then be like great talent great matches trash human for what he did in life i'm willing to i'm willing to take that same nuanced stance i just wanted us to talk about it that's yeah you agree yeah. Does that make you exactly. mad when people do things like that? When people are like, "Oh, I can't, I can't even, I, I, don't I can't care. even with this guy." Yeah, I don't care. That's I'm gonna do problem. what I, I'm gonna do. What I want to do, and you do what you want to do, and whatever. Yeah. Well, no, no, For real? Now that's the that's the other part of it. If you're if you say I can't watch a Benoit match because of that, well, yeah, I I, I, I that's fine. But no, you don't tell didn't. me I can't watch a Benoit match. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like. Yeah, I mean, dude, I take I, I drop you. my pants when it comes on, and just so that I can get into position because he was Stop. one of my favorites. So that that's a good point you made, though, Doc, because that's true. Like I'm not I, saying I, I, I watch him wrestle. I'm trying to choke something too, if you know what I mean. What the come on? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, no. It, it, now, now, if it's your thing where you can't watch him because of what he did, hey, then, man. yeah, man, I get it. that's that, America. That, yeah, America. You know, if, Look if, at this if, bullshit. Do we have to? This is ugh. This but is what? so horrible, bro. <laughs> this is mud. This is yeah. this is bad. Look, we only got a few promos left of Smoking Bound, so just keep an eye on the Wolfman here. Wolfman, Butch Cassidy, Nature Boy, Buddy Landell, Buddy. We're about out of time, but I know you want to speak for yourself, Butch, and the Wolfman. A big one coming here. We're getting ready to rewrite history. Is what I'm screaming. <laughs> Jimmy, you assemble your militia because I've got a mind like a steel trap elephant, baby. And I'm telling you something. I've got mine established too. Butch Cassidy at Thanksgiving Thunder is going to beat your stinking brains out, Jimmy Cornette. And my man, the Wolfman, is going to take care of that blowed up Sergeant Rock, you got. <laughs> And then, the coup de grace 
It's going to be me and Joe LaDuke against Wildfire Tommy Ritchie, the Punisher, with the bullet Bob Armstrong as the one and only lumberjack. This weekend, it's all going to happen. I got a lot to be thankful for. Thank you, Bob Armstrong. Thank you, Joe LaDuke. And I'm telling you something. Thanksgiving Thunder is going to be the end of General Cornette's militia. Just remember that I told you first. And there you have it from the Nature Boy coming your way. Bruh, did y'all see the Wolfman howl? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and end it. The Wolfman's like, damn, I finally got a chance to do this. I finally got a chance to do this. Wait till next week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hold on. Hopper, he pops himself after he does it. Yeah. Look at him. Like, Watch yeah. him. Watch him. Here he goes. He's about to howl. He's howling, and then watch after he howls. You, you watch the smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, Jimmy? What was that, Jimmy? No. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks like Greg Oman's keyboard tech that went out front. <laughs> went out on a bad acid trip after the show at the Fillmore and showed up in a Wolfman <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so oh man, that's how the episode ends. Before we uh, go to episode two hundred, that we're actually going to do today, you'll hear a week from now. I want to remind everyone out there. So for three and a half years, actually three years and I believe nine months, we have done two shows: the NWA show and the Smoky Mountain show. And with this one winding down, I want to remind you: we've done two hundred episodes almost now of Smoky. There are over two hundred plus episodes up on our Patreon feed at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt so if you've enjoyed two shows per week and now we're only going to be getting one after next week well there's four years worth of content over on our patreon feed for you to enjoy so there you go go sign up become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt and catch up with all of our patreon shows since you'll now be missing Smoky Mountain now that it's over, as the Wolfman is howling and then pops himself. Um, also, don't forget to use our Amazon referral link at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. A great way to support this show without spending anything extra. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriend, anyone in your life who uses Amazon and tell them to use it every time they shop there. It really does help the show, so thank you. Okay, Doc. We need to give out the disability checks. How many are you going to give this one? Man, I told you at the beginning, this episode was better than the last couple. And so, you know, I got to up the scores. It's still, you know, it's going to be burdened by the fact that we know it's coming to an end. But this was not a, a painful watch all the way through, although there were some parts that were painful. I'm going to stop filibustering and go ahead and tell you I gave this a 6.4. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it a C. Harper, what are you giving it? A six. Six. Six point zero? Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. All right. So um <laughs> uh, I'm gonna seriously give out a a government cheese award. I- I'm gonna give it to Smothers. But for comedy purposes, <laughs> someone needs to consider the Wolfman popping himself <laughs> doing a howl at the end and then laughing like he's doing right now. On the video version that our Patreon members are looking at when he Jeez. laughs after his howl. But I'm going to give it to Smothers in a more serious fashion. Doc, who are you going to give yours to? And I'm giving mine to Tracy because he said a lot. He's fired up and working, pal. 
Wolfman's howling. There he goes. He's like, how was that, James? <laughs> how was that? Was that good? Ugh. All right. Hopper, who are you giving yours to? I'm giving it to uh, Tracy Smothers, man. He's still out there trying to trying to do his thing. Yep. Clean sweep, Tracy Smothers. So there's that. That wraps up episode 199 of Smoky mm. Mountain Wrestling from November 18th, 1995. Only one more to go next week where we close out the promotion and do the last episode of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. A three-year and nine-month journey is coming to an end. Doc, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything? Gotta go piss and get some coffee and reload for episode 200. Never say goodbye. Never (laughs) say say goodbye. All right, everybody. Don't forget, become a patron if you want extra content. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Other than that, Hopper, hit that tagline. Get us out of here.